They grow apart, and some friends break each other's hearts. Oh, that was beautiful. And, and Stefan did. He's not here with us to speak, and it breaks my heart. This song was just too weird even for Stefan. <laughs> wow, that, that takes a lot. <laughs> this is a different one. Yes, this week we are discussing the song Joseph Brown. Which Aaron? What what album is this off from? Uh, probably a probably a Johnny Cash album. <laughs> <laughs> is this a cover? It is not a cover. No, wait. That was I still miss someone. I, I was yeah, I was yeah like, right. Oh yeah, th- this is. Um, <laughs> wow, I got my wires crossed. Sorry never, about that. Never uh, a chance oh. in hell are you going to get this one. <laughs> this I... one is this one is also I, I believe Tracy spilled the beans. I think this is also like not from. It's not from a studio album. I know that much. Correct. So it's, it's from like a, a B tape or like a, a Japan only release or a live CD or something like that. Okay. I mean, obviously it's a live recording. <laughs> a live. It, well, it was from a live CD um, that they did way yeah. before they actually even recorded Gordon. Really? Wow. This is that old? Mm-hmm. This is that yeah. old. 1991. Oh, wow. hmm. So. Um, there's no songs. demos of this. This isn't on any of the old demos. It's not on the on Buck Naked. It's not on Bare Naked mm-hmm. Recess, Bare Naked Lunch, or the Yellow Tape. This is the only recording of this was from when when they did a show at the Horseshoe, and then they <laughs> happened to release that year, like thirty years later. Wow. Yeah, and. I I am like really excited to talk about this one because for a long time I thought oh well this is gonna be a cover and I looked and looked and I was like because they don't no it sounds like a BNL song it I, sounds I do, just it, like it, a BNL right, song it does it's it's just very early BNL and they never did literally anything with it mm-hmm. not even a B side I mean <laughs> well. We'll get to that. We'll okay. get to that. We'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to the opinions about the song. In a, in I would a few love minutes. to know what our audience has to feel about this song. Like, like, it, like, well, please comment. Yeah. Let us know. Send letters. Yeah. I want to know I what you think about know. this song. This song on on this live CD actually follows another song we're going to get to later this year. Um, New Kid on the Block. Ah. So before they get to this, there's actually a lot of wonderful banter that they're doing leading up to this and then they do a background in the background they kind of play a very slow and melodious uh version of this instrumental but then they kick into the song right off and that's what what we'll be listening to tonight there's not a lot to share about this song because literally 
there's only one recording out there ever, and they've never, ever discussed this song in any way, shape, or form. So I, I guess we're going to have to just go right to the music. Aaron, will you give <laughs> us a breakdown? All right, let's break it down. Break, break, break it down. Joseph Brown. He had two friends. <laughs> um, this Joseph Brown starts <laughs> at about... Music, music, Aaron. You're doing music. Yeah, oh, sorry. Oh, okay. sorry. Again, my, my wires are all crossed tonight. I'm, I'm discombobulated. Uh, Joseph Brown starts starts off at about 188 beats per minute, uh, but it's very loose, and it settles into something closer to about 182 beats per minute pretty quickly. Woo! It starts off fast, and then I think maybe they're kind of looking at each other and saying, oh, let's slow it down a little bit. It, was, it wasn't anything major, but it was noticeable. Uh, written in the key of E major, although it's out of tune. So it's actually somewhere between E and F, technically. It's some kind of note, a semi, uh, not even a semitone, I guess. Uh, something between those two Western, Western scale notes. Um, they're in tune with each other, more or less, so that's fine. <laughs> uh, it's, it's really, basically, it's a very simple song. It's E major to B major to A major, which yeah. they have one, five, four, right? It's pretty much the entire song. I'm not even kidding. Those are the only three chords in the entire song. Now, oh, no, that, I thought you, you were like, I have to break this week's song. I'm like, no, no, yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah. No. Tracy was like, you'll you'll be able to break this down really quickly. So this was a kind of a nice, easy, easy week for me. Uh, but no, it's three chords. It's one, five, four. It's, that's all it is. Uh, there, you know, now, again... That in itself does not necessarily mean the song is good or bad or, you know, whatever. I'm just stating the facts here, trying to get out in front of the controversy. <laughs> um, what the, they lack in the, the musical complexity, change. they make up in the lyrics. The lyrics are interesting. <laughs> we'll discuss those. Um, but yeah, the one one five four is the verse chord changes. There is a B section, which goes from A major to B major, Back to the verse section, E to B to A. Um, it, it's barely a change, and it's instrumental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and aside from that, that's, that's pretty I, much it. I love that instrumental. Like, the combos. I do, too. Yeah. Yeah, that. I was yes. going to just, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about those in a second, because you know me, I'm a percussionist, so I, I definitely <laughs> like um, But yeah, the, the structure is, this is almost like a folk tune, where you've just got... There's no chorus, there's just a million verses, right? So you have verse 1A, verse 2A, 3A, 4A, instrumental section, B, verse 5A, verse 6, it's not really a verse, but it's a whistle solo, but it's also the A changes, <laughs> verse 7, Dan takes Jill to the high school prom, verse 8, which is kind of a half verse, and then there's verse 9 and verse 10, which is much slower, and this is perhaps the most significant change in the entire song, just that, that slowdown at the end there, uh, although it's still the same three chords. So you have like A, 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 B, A, 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 But, you know, you could make an argument that the brief instrumental section that, that I'm choosing to call B isn't significant enough to warrant itself its own section letter, in which case it would just be, ah. Uh. <laughs> um, now the song, the song itself, it's an upbeat, bouncy tune. It reminds me of another band or artist, but I actually can't quite put my finger on it. Maybe Spin Doctors a little. What do you guys think? I don't know. I can, I can hear that. Yeah. I, I, I definitely got like a, a '90s alternative, kind of softer alternative rock, pocket full kryptonite it. kind of feel to it. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. I get that. This, yeah. Yeah. This song, I hear House Martin. I really do. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
<clears throat> but yeah, it, it's carried mainly by the acoustic guitar, bass, and percussion, which I like that we have both a drum set and congas slash bongos. Mm -hmm. It gives it, uh, I don't know, kind of like a Jimmy Buffett feel, but slightly <laughs> more manic. Like, what if Jimmy traded the margaritas for Coke? <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say that. That wasn't aimed at anyone in particular. Let it be known. <laughs> Meth Give me methamphetamines in paradise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meth lab in no. <laughs> Need like a Breaking Bad. Go sing it really fast. <laughs> Meth lab in paradise. Oh, Meth Lord. lab in paradise. <laughs> Oh, dearie, dear. Uh, I, I like, I will say, I like the vocal harmonies. Uh, yes, it's, it, that, Those are very B&L, classic mm -hmm. B&L harmonies. That, that Steve Ed um, thing going on there, that was great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you can, and knowing this is early B&L actually kind of is interesting to me because you can see the DNA of what the band will become. You can kind of hear it in this. Um I, I like the energy of the song and how upbeat and fun it is. And you can tell the band are just goofing around on this simple little tune, and you can tell they're having fun, you know, and that's cool. That's infectious. Um, I feel like if I were at a concert and caught them playing this live, I would probably like it more than just me listening to this recording. <laughs> a live recording just isn't going to capture that same feeling no. of being there to watch them perform. But, you know, they, it's a fun little tune. And that's pretty much my, my summation. And, and you <laughs> feel the, the live thing with the banter. And that's, that's why yeah. we go to oh, see yeah. B&L oh, Live. It's because of the banter and everything like that, too. And the random shout-out. You mentioned the folky feel to it. Of course, they're going to mention, <laughs> I guess, what you would call a folk singer, which would be Box Carwilly. And uh, which I absolutely love because I here here's a little disclaimer I love Boxcar Willie so <laughs> um, do you so whistle his name often? I don't, I don't no I don't, I, no no I can't I'm not that talented. <laughs> Anyone who listens right. to my YouTube Anyone? channel, I, I know. But, As a Disney fan, I was just thinking Steamboat Willie the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who has listened to this song, I dare you to not actually try to whistle. Boxcar Willie, yeah. though, because I know I did. I was like, "Wait, can I do that?" Oh, wait, and I've been trying. <laughs> can you I'm try now? I, I can't whistle, so can that... you try now? Yeah, let's let's hear it. <laughs> he just puts his lips together and blues. <laughs> <laughs> wait, was that a Honey I Shrunk the Kids reference? That was totally a Honey I Shrunk the Kids reference. Nice. <laughs> You know, because I go there. That's the that's what that's the content deep that people cuts. come here for. Yeah, do, right. do, 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 deep right. cut. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about what the song is about. Oh dear God! Because it's a very simple <laughs> song musically. Um, you would you would uh, think, yeah. <laughs> but then we get to the lyrics. Oh, here we go. <laughs> this is raise your raise yourself, audience. <laughs> I think I know the verse you're about to talk about. <laughs> Every what, verse. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, it starts off by talking about Joseph Brown. And yeah. believe it or not, he has two friends. <laughs> no, I've heard what that. What were their names? Their names were Dan and Jillian. Which now, is if you didn't get that, That is a clever rhyme, it. by the way. I like that rhyme. I wish they yes, wouldn't have doubled up on it on the first stanza, but I, I do like that rhyme. That was cute. Yes. Um, I, I personally like this not the rhyme schemes or stuff like that but i i like the story that this is telling in that there's a moral to this story which is that it's a you know friends 
grow together. They switch around. They grow apart. Um, they pretty much friends like you have the composition of the friendship that constantly keeps changing so you know sometimes it's dan and jillian sometimes it's joe and jillian sometimes it's it's joe and joe and dan but it keeps switching around and then eventually they all kind of grow apart and they don't dislike each other they just grow apart from each other and they still send each other christmas cards right and, and want it's to stay basically friends. if there was a friend special Yes. In 2021. <laughs> it, well, it's It's got that kind of real life feel to it because that's what friendships do do. I mean, a lot of the relationships and friendships, I know for me personally, yeah. that I had and, and people that I thought were going to be this or this or this may not be. Um, you know, and and, and uh, I had that kind of little love triangle. I, I actually, that, that hit me because I had that bit of a love triangle when I was in school too, in high school. And these days now, we just kind of laugh about it because we're all grown up and we're all with different people. And um, we look back at the dumb things we did and we're like, oh, that was funny, actually. <laughs> but, um, you know, I kind of I kind of feel that aspect of it, too. Um, I, I do take from this that there is a little bit of like a, a jealousy love triangle going on between Joseph, Jan and uh, or Dan and Jillian, where... Um, you know Joseph's in in love with uh, with Dan and Jillian. That second stanza, I I really like. The more I listen to it, uh, or no, I'm sorry, the third stanza with uh, Joseph Brown is on the merry-go-round. Like he's constantly yes. going around and around. He's kind of he's being spun around. He's, he feels like he's kind of on this wheel uh, where he's getting closer and he doesn't. Dan and Jill on the seesaw to me is a classic Steve sexual innuendo. Oh, um, yeah. I, I feel that, like that's the <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. Which brings us to the third line: Who the hell is Brian King, and why is he such a dickhead? Can we say? Yeah. Can I say that? Can I say that? <laughs> yeah, that you could have killed Dan, Brian. I hope you're ashamed of yourself. He could. He could have. I mean, Brian, you know, come on, Brian. Where the, what the hell? <laughs> well, and why? Why did Joe and Jillian run away? But you know what? This brings like, me up to. I, we now know where the song I Saw It came from. Because oh, Dan yeah. and Jillian the saw it and the ran away right. yes, yes, on the yes. playground. And then mm. later on... Brian, you bully? Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. In def- in, Jeff, in defense of Brian King, I believe <laughs> it was the great Bob Dylan who once said, everybody must get stoned. <laughs> that is not that way. <laughs> That, no, no, right, not that way. Not the let he who is without sin, <laughs> let he who is without sin cast the first stone. I guess Brian, Brian King, King is, is without, without sin. sin. <laughs> I, I, I would be very surprised if Brian King were without sin. But he's not. I've, being a human being. Have you looked in his bedroom? <laughs> that kid is messed up. I have never seen so many dead animals in my life. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sorry. I want to know where this Brian I don't know King where that kid came is from. today. <laughs> He's the one sending Christmas cards. <laughs> I was going to say, wasn't, wasn't... I love you guys so much. Sorry about the stones. <laughs> wasn't Dexter's brother named Brian? <laughs> the Dexter cartoon? The Dexter cartoon? Or Dex- the Dexter, Dexter the serial killer, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry about the stones. Here's some Christmas scones. <laughs> it's Christmas scones. Good old Brian can still run like Christmas a maniac. Scones. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
Oh, oh, I, I, I thought they said to scone you. I mean, not, <laughs> never mind. I don't. I, I was going somewhere with that, but I zigged when I should have zagged. I'm, I'm still crossing my wires. I must live in the wrong part of the country because growing up, I was never sconed. I Everybody wish must I get sconed. sconed. <laughs> oh. Apologies to Bob Dylan. You know the Rolling we... Stones are my favorite band, actually. Uh, <laughs> they're horrible. Like a complete <laughs> unknown, like a Rolling Stone. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> rolling scones are okay to eat because they grow no moss. That is true. That is true. They're like Twinkies in that way. <laughs> Never get old. See, they're always, I'm, I'm the straight man. Good. I throw the pitch and just wait for the home run. To... <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the verse before that, the rhyme, where <clears throat> summer days walking on the strand. Because, like, how often do you hear the word strand in a song. You don't very much. Unless you're <laughs> We're going to educate you. Unless you're talking about knitting. <laughs> Different type of strand. Yeah, I know. There was there was a movie theater called The Strand. There was, yeah. Scowhegan. Yeah. Yes. Sir. Of course, uh Stephen King once no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the Strand. I think he wrote that about 2020. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> It, the strand would have worked if it was about a, a, a flu, a super... I don't know. Oh. <laughs> the, the Andromeda strand? That's more of a strain, oh, I guess. That's more of a strain. Uh, you're, you're straining for that, John. Yeah, I'm really, really, yeah. yeah. I'm reaching here. <laughs> I should be sconed to death. <laughs> so, uh, do we want to talk about the, first, the fourth verse? We don't. Yeah, that's, we don't. We don't. We really don't want to talk about the fourth that's, verse. That's the one that made my eyebrows go up like spark, your kids, you know? Your like, kids might listen what? to this song, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> they may have already. Um. <laughs> Every one of us is different, said Joseph Brown. Oh, and I God. just, of course, immediately think of the life of Brian. <laughs> yes, we're all different. I'm not. And then he shows just how different he is. He, he, pulls he pulled his, his Always look down. on the bright side of life. <laughs> Here's my bright side. Oh, as I pulled my trousers down. <laughs> there's the moon, and here's the sun. Surprised that uh, Brian King didn't try throwing stones at Joseph Brown after he pulled out. That's sexual off. harassment. They were already off somewhere. They they ditched they ditched Dan. They were gone. <laughs> they ditched Dan, ran off somewhere. He's whipping off his trousers, and then we find out well, they're twelve. Well, they're eight. Can we talk about the elephant in the room? They're, they're... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're did. saying you were just talking about Joe pulling his trousers down. Now you're talking about an elephant. Yeah, what, if that's not the elephant. <laughs> no, the elephant is. Oh, my God. We're back to have you. Have you seen my love here? <laughs> we got to talk about Apparently, the lines that uh, bother us. <laughs> Jill caught a good look of Joseph's love. <laughs> His elephant, if you will. <laughs> okay, so what's what's the elephant that I'm missing here? I just I did that age. What is up with the age? <laughs> like the eight get, year old? No, well, I will 12. say, kid, kids might get a little um a little experimental in their young ages and, I guess. and be exploratory. Yeah, I, I've heard tell not, of that. I was very prudish at that age, <laughs> but not at eight years old. I really like being eight, but I'd rather be twelve. <laughs> I just can't wait. Yeah, that, that that's yeah. This good. is weird. This gets weird, folks. 
<laughs> I would. I don't know. Working in a school, I have heard kids like they are very eager to be older than who they are. I was fine playing Nintendo and and balancing on a, yeah, on a fence right? in the park. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. I he is going for a rhyme there, but I really do think that really when it comes down to it, it's. It's like that, like people wishing that they could grow up and be older than they are instead of just enjoying the age that they are. Cool, but let's not put that in a song where you're talking about taking your trousers off. Yeah, that was... <laughs> That's it, all it, good. That's all I, I fine think, and I good. I think, Tracy, but... it's the proximity of those two <laughs> concepts. Right after. It could right have been two separate verses, uh, maybe. She sees... And, and, she hey. sees... His trousers down and goes, His I can't wait till I'm 12. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Kids are growing oh, up so fast. Man, that's, that's when I can get that arranged marriage and man. really take advantage <laughs> take advantage of that marriage? elephant. What is this? What is this, the Renaissance? <laughs> my betrothed. We've known each other since we were eight, and I showed oh, her my elephant. Oh, my God. <laughs> I showed her my elephant. <laughs> Yea, verily, um, I shall present you... my elephant to thee. <laughs> that is more of an earthworm. <laughs> Sicketh burneth. Oh, man. <laughs> Nothing sexier at eight years old than someone pulling down their trousers <laughs> and showing their Optimus Prime undies. Aaron has left the chat. <laughs> I don't know these people, FBI. I don't know them. Uh, we, the Baronic and gonna, ABCs. We're all going to be on a list after or, this episode. Look, look, if you weren't on a list, if you weren't on a list already, you are now. Just, just throwing it out there. There's no way I can edit that correctly. There's just that, no. It's going to stay in all its glory. <laughs> So now that now that Jeff has thrown his trousers down, let's move on to the next comment. No, I've got and, an elephant. If, if we're really being serious. So then they go to being twelve years old, um, and now now they're they're not Finally. thinking that girls are cool. We're almost we're almost four years away from this song being safe. Maybe eight nine. Jeez. Well, I now it's better. all. Jill is at the mall, and Joe and Dan are playing ball. Like it's it's nice and naive and and easygoing and innocent. I don't know a lot of twelve year olds these days, honestly, that have this frame of mind. Though maybe back in the eighties, back in the eighties, I could see this, but these days. There's no way that 12-year-olds are like, ah, girls, who could care less? Half of them have girlfriends at this point. Yeah, but they're yeah, I, they're kind ahead. of fickle, though, right? I mean, at 12 years old, you, you're not still sure what you want. You're kind of in that kind of middle zone, I think. Well, yeah, but I don't know many 12-year-olds that are saying girls just aren't no fun. I did. I did. But. <laughs> no, Well, that's what I mean. Back in the 80s, nerd, yes. Nerd, nerds did, Tracy, but... Well, yeah, I am quite aware of that. I'm going to go play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I, really wanna, were not I really want a girlfriend. Of... Oh my god, the new Final Fantasy just came out. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, Star like, Wars? 
in the future. Like I said, some of us may have been really big geeks and nerds back then and may not have like realized that I might not are... be the song's audience. <laughs> Existing. <laughs> but obviously, Steve <laughs> didn't have that view. Um, and then they, hopefully, I'm hoping that they uh, jump way ahead because now we're at the high school prom. And Dan and Jill go to the high school prom, and Joe stays at home. Aww. And get is jealous that he's being left out. Now, here's a It's question. like he whipped he, off his trousers at eight years old for nothing. <laughs> it's like somehow he embarrassed her or something. Like, why? Maybe. I don't know. Why didn't she, in, like, invite him to the prom? Wow, that, I don't know. That's, I don't that's know. the uh, response I got when I asked girls for the prom, guys. Right there. So let's talk about the line. Uh, you know, the jealous Joe Brown versus Jillian's door. He's surprised to find Dan's trousers on the floor. Is it jo- so? I wonder if this is transposed incorrectly. I didn't hear that line the way that it's written online. <clears throat> I heard hear? jealous Joe Brown goes to Jillian's door. Oh. And then he's surprised to, find, surprised to find Dan's trousers on the floor. I think that, honestly, I think that makes more sense than it does, like, yeah. him yeah. having a battle with this door. Um, <laughs> Versus the door. <laughs> Batman v Superman. <laughs> Joe Brown v Jillian's door. Martha! Yeah, Zack Snyder needs to get on this right away. But obviously, I know he doesn't. Uh, Joe is very naive. Because he doesn't expect on the night of the high school prom to see Dan's trousers on the floor. I mean, I I was naive, but I wasn't that naive to, to know that that wouldn't happen. <laughs> I got nothing, man. I didn't go to my high school prom. I was like George Lucas. <laughs> Audience? Wow. We're going to okay. need you on this one. You guys are leaving this alone. Earlier, you went with the with the elephant in the room comment for ten minutes. You're leaving that comment alone. Wow. Thanks for the solidarity. Wow. This this song makes me uncomfortable. Is all I'm saying. Crazy yeah. had two friends. <laughs> Their names were Jeff and Aaron. <laughs> I never showed. I never showed Aaron my my. I never took up my trousers in front of Aaron. I don't think. Just no, Stephen. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be on this show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, Stefan would. Stefan would. Yeah. I would. I would be in the witness protection program. I think. <laughs> I'm not even touching that. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> and by she, she Who, means Julian. No, your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah, oh no! Guys. Wait, you have kids. <laughs> Never mind. Obviously, that wasn't the case. <laughs> They're adopted. <laughs> sorry. Looking sorry, an awful kids. lot like. The sorry, milk you man. had to. Yeah. Sorry, you had to learn this way, kids. This is uh, not the way I was hoping. By listening find out. to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, stop doing the podcast. I'm learning too much. then we have them split apart end of high school dan joseph leaves and then you know what jillian leaves dan 
We know what happens. <laughs> and you it know happens. what? She finds herself married to some other man. Not quite the elephant she not quite the elephant yeah. she wanted. I do like the last the last verse though. The once a year they get Christmas card from the childhood <laughs> friend from the schoolyard. Yeah. Like, it is sweet. I, I really it is it's like very sweet. That. Yeah. Friends and like I think to the break. song as a whole is is kind of this just little sweet kind of song, except for the trousers piece. <laughs> except for the trousers. In uh, fairness, the song wonder... does hit on a lot of things. I mean, we all go yeah, through really weird does. experiences as kids. We, 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 we have friendships that become maybe something more. I think I like this person. And the experimentation that goes through it all. I mean, if I'm being honest, it does. It, it's very honest. It, it hits on something that a lot of songs don't. And, um... You know, ultimately, you you fall apart, and uh, um, this song was you know put out a long time ago, but it really applies to now. I, I like I said, I know that on social media on Facebook, I've now refriended a lot of those people that I had those weird experiences with, and we're like, you look back and you're like, that's crazy to talk about that. You know, we're not those people anymore, but <laughs> it it hap- it does happen, and the song is very honest and very true, and and. There's something really cool about that. I'm curious. I have a question for both of you because you, uh, what you just said there, Jeff, kind of sparked something. Have you ever been approached by someone, either you know, the friend request on Facebook, or actually seen someone IRL from your your youth who used to be a total a hole jerk to you, and they're just like, "Hey, how you doing?" Yes, yes, and vice versa. I've had friends that oh, I yeah. was absolutely, um, totally great friends with that I've reconnected with that have some really far out there views or just <laughs> like, like oh, we all have those oh. friends. Yeah, like I'm like, oh my God, how were we ever friends back then? But yeah, um um there are definitely people that I've reencountered on social media that we had these little triads or spats with or silly little high school things with that we're just now like good friends and we talk all the time. We're like, we gotta hang out again, you know. Um but yeah, yeah, I people mean, change so yeah, oh yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So much. Well, and I had a Brian King in my own life who I have since like seen on Facebook and talked to on Facebook and I don't think that he realizes that he was a Brian King to me. Um, <laughs> so. Oh, for a second, I thought you meant you knew someone literally named Brian King. I was going to ask <laughs> if he threw stones at you. But no, I will not give up speaking metaphorically. This gentleman's here. name. Yeah, we're on to you, Brian King. <laughs> we, we got your number. <laughs> number. But yeah, it's kind of odd looking back and and seeing seeing people that were not kind to you as a yeah. youth and where their life has uh, has gone. Well, and 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 to a certain extent too, I think I made mistakes. Believe it or not, audience, no. I wasn't always perfect either, but. I think there was a, a part of me that may have been a little bit more of the, the Dan in the story or the um, the Joseph or vice versa. That, um, you know, new relationship with somebody back wait, wait, then. Wait, wait, and wait, 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 wait. You were Dan or you were Joseph? I mean, there's a I difference in which dropping I, I, trial I, I, happens. I, th- I think it was more of the Joseph, actually. <laughs> oh, and, oh. Uh, so there, there, there was a situation when I was a kid when in high school where I was... Probably more of the Joseph, right? I, I, I'm not saying I dropped Chow. <laughs> but I had a good friend of mine who had a girlfriend who um, we were kind of like um, a, a mutual triad of friends. And I kind of 
you know, weaned my way in and got myself into a little predicament with the, and uh, kind of stole the girl away briefly, um, not because there was a uh, a Brian King, and that the the guy that the the friend of mine, we're actually good friends on Facebook now because we look back and we're like we're not those people anymore. That's not something I would do now, but you know, it, it, this song does kind of speak to that. You know, we do. And that make, Jillian was just such a. <laughs> I mean, who really wanted to be with her anyways? Right. <laughs> Actually, we're friends with her, too, on social media. But <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys send think, each other Christmas cards? We do, yeah. <laughs> but you, you didn't look back down. We're like, we're, we all have our own families. We're all happy and everything. And you look back and you're like, that was goofy. That was really silly. Um, but that's just part of life. It's just what you go through. You do dumb things and you learn from them. Um <clears throat> You know, I tell my kids all the time, you know, you're not going to be happy in life until you admit um, I wasn't always great or I made mistakes and you fix them. I mean, I, I, I speak for myself, maybe not everybody, but I, I know I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. I'm not perfect. And uh, um, I'm not the person I was back in high school or even at 20 or 25 or even 30. And, uh, you know, I think that's that song. This song kind of speaks to that for me. That we do grow and we learn and, and we become better people because of our mistakes or things we've done. Well, Did I just get way too deep for this song? I'm sorry. I apologize. I won't do no, that. I think, no, I think that's a good thing. You know, <laughs> we, can, we can find something of, uh, of depth in it. Well, I, I think this song is deeper than it comes across. I think it comes I, across as this really kind oh, of yeah, silly agree. kind of song. But it's it's much more than that. And I think you get that in that last verse. I also really do enjoy the the interlude, I guess would be the best way to put it. Because it's not really a bridge. It's it's more of an instrumental. But I like the they're doing something different with it. And they're going, they're, they change it up just enough. Yeah, I, I mean, can see we have so much to add about this. this <laughs> I, honestly, this I, is the deepest cut we're ever going to get right here. Like, literally... The, like wasn't on any kind of demo or album. I don't know. So. I think the deepest cut is "How's the Level." I, I think the deepest. <laughs> pretty much cut, so. Yeah, yeah, that was deep. That that's pretty deep. I will I will give that. And we all gave that one what like a four point seven? I believe. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's in the top ten. That's definitely. really up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are we gonna give this song, Jeff? What what is our ranking system? <sighs> well, it's not gonna be trousers. That's for sure. <laughs> um. <laughs> Scones. <laughs> How many pants? Scones. Do you yes. Give this let's song? let let's do scones. On a scale of zero to five, how many scones do you give this song? And we are going to start with Aaron. All right. So the reason I had I still miss someone on my mind was I was I thought this was probably the that was the best song to compare this to, even though you know they're they're fairly different in feel, but in structure they're kind well, of similar. Well, that's the song that actually follows this up yeah, on that album. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That one is more bouncy. Not it's not quite. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, see, I'm too tired. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's not quite uh, bluegrass, but it's got that kind of feel to it in the little ways. Um, this one's a little more, you know, pop rocky, but it's still got that, you know, kind of a folksy kind of structure. Um, I like. I still miss someone a little better. Uh, I gave I still miss someone a 3.2 uh, 
I mean, this song did not have a very tired Bishop or a Tom Lehrer reference, so it can never be quite as good, in my opinion. Uh, but it certainly isn't bad. It's not a bad song, you know. Um, I'm going to give I Still Miss Someone... Nope. Nope. Oh, I st- wow. I Still Miss... <laughs> See, I told you. You still we're, keep we're, missing that I'm song. I'm going to give I Still Miss Someone the same score I gave it last time. Uh, no, I'm going to give... What about Joseph, Joseph Brown, Brown, though? What are you gonna well, do? I don't know. He... he he needs to be uh, punished for, for dropping trout. Uh, no, I don't know. Um, Joseph Brown, I give, I'll give it, I'll give it an even three scones out of five. All right. Okay. Um, this one's weird for me. I'll do mine next. Uh, this one's weird for me because when I first heard it, I kind of not wanted to like it because uh, it did make me feel a bit uncomfortable because of. You know, what was referenced at the ages and everything like that, too. Um, the more I listen to it, it's a fun song. Uh, I love the harms. I love the percussion on this song a lot. The congos, the bongos. Uh, um, um, it's got a good feel to it. It's very simple. Um, but the more we talked about it, I realized it does It does hit on something that does resonate with me. And that is, it does talk about that, that whole childhood feel, that... You know, those friendships that we have, those little love triangles, the crushes, um, even maybe even the, the mistakes we made, the jealousies we felt. Um, I like that. And the fact that, you know, as we get older, um, I, I kind of told that story, you know, as far as it related to me. And maybe that will be cut. I don't know. But um, <clears throat> you just referenced the story that never happened. I just referenced a story that never happened, but I don't care. Um, but it does resonate with me because there is a story there that I can relate to. That the whole love triangle that you have where you and your best friends are, um, you know, still experimenting. You're still unsure. Um, does it feel weird to put it in a song? Yes. Would I do it? No. But I do get that. And there's a gutsiness to that that I, I, I kind of like. And... Uh, and ultimately, it comes down to the fact that, you know, as we get older, we get our own families. We, you know, most people most people aren't with or don't spend the rest of their life with the, that that person they were with back then. In this day and age, you reconnect and you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe we did that. And you talk and you joke around. And it's very real. There's there's a re- very realness to the song that I like lyrically. So um, I think I, I, I actually bumped my score up from what I had. I originally had this at a 2.9. Talking tonight, I'm actually going to give it a 3.4. All right. <clears throat> what is the trouble with Tracy? Um, oh, that's that's true. Um, so I'll, I will cover that in my review, actually. Let's, let's do that. Um, so my trouble with this song is that we, this was never even on rarities. Like, obviously the, the trouble with the song is it was never truly flushed out. It was, they, they never did anything with this song. And I would have loved to have seen this be a rarity. I would have like, there was that rarities CD. Why was this not on there? Like, this is what I wanted to hear. Um, songs that we'd never heard before. Um, and I, I'm really, really sad that we this never made even a B-side. Um, once again, I'm on my 30-foot my horse here, but it's not perfect. But 
it's something that fans want to hear. And this is something I really wish that I had heard until recently. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to make sure that we had it on this show is really it's a, a super deep dive. And I think if you're a deep B&L fan, you deserve to hear this song. Um, the harmonies are really good. I wish we'd had an official recording of this song where they'd gone through and maybe cleaned up some of it. Not not literally cleaned it up like taking out the trousers line because I, <laughs> I, I smile with that line. Like I... I read those lines as innocent, like he dropped his trousers, but not in a sexual way, but just as this curious experimental type way of eight-year-olds. Um, well, younger than eight-year-olds usually. Um, and then I like the fact that they, they call back to it later on with the very much more adult dropping trousers um, mm -hmm. and, and calling back to that, but showing that there's maturity, but also not maturity in that action. Um I really like this song. I have to give it a 3.2. Our trousers, our trousers are still here. People may or may not like... Okay, good, good. Keep them on. Um, this is not the naked track. So the appearance for this week... <laughs> Stefan's not here tonight, so we're good. ...is another really deep cut. Um, I'm going to share screen so you guys can see this deep cut. <clears throat> so I really love the... Uh, these little spots in the middle of the concerts where Tyler would just suddenly, for no reason, they would cut to him and he would just be the zany person that he is and sing something random like, I like poop, um, from the nine-year-old point of view. Like, it's it's cute, it's funny, and I, I miss those days of seeing that kind of... I'm sorry. It is immature humor, but it's it's my type of humor. Because <laughs> I could see myself if I did not have the job I have, walking around <laughs> singing this song. We know that Jeff walks around all day long singing the the bird poop rap. <laughs> sorry, I That's had a child fault. paging. You should never I, have I walked had, away. I, I had a child paging. That, that was might awesome. Be, that might be that the was... best. Yeah, that might be the best. <laughs> oh, the best man. audience reaction I've heard to a drum solo that wasn't played by Neil Peart. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best nine-year-old drum solo ever, right there. Oh, it was so good though. That was fun. Rhyming poop that with was, so was just. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was. That was fun. I love that. I... I love it when Tyler just has fun out there and he's like, you know what? I'm just going to be as zany as I absolutely can be. Cause he, and see. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he has the talent <laughs> to back it up. Like he's really good at what he does and it was fun. Oh yeah. I love that. I love that. But to sit there and play the drums as a nine year old and still make it sound good was uh -huh. pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and to sing about poop. I mean, how many people, <laughs> I, I think that's one thing that? that we love about BNL. I mean, you never know what you're going to get in a live show. Like, they just go off, and <laughs> it's great. Yeah. What the world needs now is poop, sweet poop. <laughs> I wrote a poop song. I don't. I own it. I, Apologies to Burt Bacharach. <laughs> oh, speaking of Burt Bacharach, we're going to be coming to one of his songs probably pretty, pretty soon here. Interesting. <laughs> Actually, no, it's, it's a long ways off. It's our last song. Um, <laughs> our last okay. song? That was a, a bit of a contrast with coming right up. So basically in 20 years, we're going to get to that it, one. Yeah, right. pretty much. 
years. Burt Bacharach, so, come on the show. <laughs> no, I was I was just toying around with you guys. We're not covering the Burt Bacharach song until much, much later. Um, so, you know, I, I'm sorry. I just like to toy with you. Oh, dear God. Here he goes. <laughs> so... <laughs> So Tracy, and you guess what next, next week's song is? <laughs> Why don't you hop on your Segway and tell us? <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> you missed the Segway. It's gone. Because next one. week we're gonna be we're gonna be discussing the song "Just a Toy." Good one, Stretch Armstrong. Oh, I thought it was Pinch Me. Oh. Huh. <laughs> okay, later. Not now. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Promise. <laughs> Promise, just don't drop trowel. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Please, by the time. way, let us know what you thought about this song in the comments. Yeah, I'm curious oh. to hear other people. Do we have thoughts. comments? <laughs> yes. Please send us an email to either our Facebook group, uh, which is Bare Naked ABCs. Um, you could also find us on Twitter, send us a response there, or you could also yes. send us an email at barenakedabcs at gmail.com. Oh, well, thank you guys for joining me this week, and uh, thanks. That was fun. Yeah, it definitely was. <laughs> thanks, everyone. Have a good night. Thanks, that was fun. Don't forget, no regrets, except maybe. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.